Can we trust the Labor Department's employment reports? Hi, welcome back to the Employment Shmuz Podcast. I'm your host, Chaim Desser, CEO of Poll Group. They say good news is healthy for the mind and body. A lot of research has been done about this topic, and they show how important it is for the human brain to block itself from listening to negative stuff at the beginning of the day. So you can start the day building a healthy and positive state of mind. But my question is, if that's the case, then how can we listen to or read any news outlet in the morning? Is there such a thing as good news today? So I've asked a friend of mine if he listens to or reads any news in the morning. He answered, nah, I'm mainly interested in business news and stocks, etc. Yeah, we wish that that at least is positive. I'm not interested in getting into politics here. But there is no question that there is an agenda out there to make the economy look better than it is. And that's actually the positive news someone wants to listen to. But no one appreciates positive news that it is completely false. My point here isn't about correcting the news media or any narrative. No, I want first to state the facts and then we can try to understand how it's applicable to job seekers and to employers. There is no question that COVID shifted the entire employment industry. For example, the option for employees to work remotely has become much more standardized than it ever was before. But there are other things that happened to the employment industry since COVID, and we still haven't recovered from it. Let's first understand the facts. It's interesting, if anyone would go and open a chat, let's say open AI, chat, GDP, etc., and ask, how is the current employment market in the U.S.? The answer would be, The current employment market in the U.S. is strong. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the employment rate is at a 50-year low. There is an increasing demand for skilled workers, and wages are gradually increasing. Job opportunities are plentiful in many industries, such as healthcare, technology, and finance, etc. So this information was clearly gathered by the information provided by the Labor Department. But there is a well-known researcher and economist by the name of Nicholas Eberstadt. He is the author of a best-selling book called Men Without Work. He shows you clearly that the employment numbers that we are being shown are just numbers without real metrics because you can only see those who apply or those who search for jobs. But the fact is, we are living in a society today that to every one individual in America who is seeking for a job, there are four people who are out of a job and not even looking for work. They got comfortable in their situation during COVID, whatever that means. They either get fed by the government or they rely on others to cover their expenses. In other words, out of all who are actually unemployed, only a fifth are really looking for work. And these are not elderly people. The statistics show that they are individuals from ages 25 to 54, meaning they are fully abled human beings who are not interested in working, period. And that is the reason why we are in this predicament. I have people from both sides of the aisle, employers and job seekers, constantly asking me, is it true that there are many jobs out there? Or is it still hard to find talented candidates out there? And the truth is that both are still true. There are lots of jobs, and it's still hard to find talent. But even when we have many talented individuals looking for jobs, that doesn't make our work as recruiters easier, because it will always be a matching game to find the right talent for the right position. But the issue of thousands of people getting comfortable during the COVID era, who are not really excited about growth opportunities, this is definitely an issue that I see clearly firsthand, and not many are talking about it. I'll give you an example. 
someone reached out to my office about a specific opportunity we had advertised. Since he is in an exact same type of position, and that position offered $25,000 more than he was currently earning, he reached out to us. But to make a long story short, he ended up passing on this opportunity because he is currently working remotely and he got comfortable that way. So he gave up on growth for comfortability. That wasn't the norm before COVID. I was a recruiter then and I'm a recruiter now. The difference is clear. He only got excited about the salary number. But when reality kicked in and required them to get out of his comfort zone, he wasn't interested anymore. Well, it's his choice. As they say, you can take the horse to the water, but you can't force them to drink. I can list many examples that I've personally witnessed. And I couldn't agree more with Nicholas that we are in a stage where the unemployment number in the media are not here nor there. They make no sense and really make no difference. They are either given to us for the purpose of spreading bad news or good news, depending on who provides them. But they are far from reality. But what does that really teach us? And what can our takeaway be? So here's what I would tell employers. I would say, try to understand why you must compensate employees more than you used to these days. It's still a supply and a demand issue. But more so, if you find a candidate today who is excited about the opportunity and willing to work, then I suggest acting on it seriously. It used to be that everyone was excited about an opportunity. And if you would post a job, then you would get an influx of candidates. And at that point, the ball wasn't the employer's court. But times have definitely changed. I speak to employers who come to me after they tried hiring on their own. And they tell me that they have posted their job openings all over the place, but didn't find anyone who matched their desired skills and experience. Now they need me more than ever because our experience is in hunting for talent. And an employer doesn't have the resources to do that type of hunting. Yes, you can post ads and spend on advertising and still not get even one good resume. That's the reality we are living in. And a big chunk of these issues is due to the fact that people are more interested in leisure and comfort and not ready to get out of their comfort zone. And then there are those in the younger generation who are not looking to become millionaires anymore. They are comfortable with leisure and their type of leisure doesn't even cost anything like being on their smartphone and drifting themselves away on social media. It's sad, sorry, but I don't think that's news. It's just an unfortunate reality. So again, employers, if you find candidates who are really excited about joining your company, don't take it for granted. It is something to look into. This might sometimes be more important than getting an expert who is not so looking forward to the work. And to job seekers, First, you need to establish yourself and rethink before you get into the job search process. Think, are you really a job seeker or you're just looking for comfort? If you are seeking a comfort zone, you will most probably not grow too far. You need to be ready to challenge yourself and you need to show employers and recruiters that you are really excited to take on the right opportunity. And I can tell you from experience that this will make you more attractive than other applicants. And I would add something which maybe not too many employees would like to hear, but it must be said. I as a recruiter can tell you that most employers we talk to tell us when it comes to hiring that remote employees are not their first choice. So when you try to apply to a position and you ask to work remotely or you ask for a hybrid job, if this comfortability is on top of your search list, you should be aware that it will automatically put you at the back of the candidates list. 
because most employers will first look into those who come across as ready to work in office. Asking to work remotely shows you're asking for comfort versus willing to do whatever it takes shows excitement for the opportunity and employers will rather value that because that's their preference. So employers and job seekers understand your options and try to act accordingly. And now let's go to a job advertisement. A nationwide construction supplier is currently seeking a sales manager to manage a team of sales reps all over the country. Candidate must be professional and experienced in sales management and be able to show how they previously built a business development team. By hiring, training, and overseeing the sales team, the sales manager will be getting a salary plus an override commission on top of the team. The company is ready to pay a salary of 250k plus. Please send your resume to info at pollgroup.com. That's I-N-F-O at P-O-E-L-G-R-O-U-P.com. We will be happy to assist you professionally and keep your information confidential. Wishing you all continued success in whatever you do. Have a wonderful day.